Hey guys, I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. I'm Jack. And welcome to another episode of Gun Day Brunch, sponsored by Taurus USA and Guns.com. If you haven't heard me do this stinger before, and this is somehow your first episode, welcome. How did you find us? I'm very confused, but if you want information about uh, reliable firearms that are also affordable for home defense, personal protection, competition, and uh, exploding watermelons, then go to TaurusUSA.com. And if you'd like to purchase those firearms, you can go to Guns.com or click the link on the Taurus USA webpage to take you to Guns.com to make a purchase. So guys, this week, uh, we are talking about books, which is funny because on last week's episode, I made a joke about how our viewers can't read. Um, and it's we are not... here to help you. We are yeah, going to fix My God, Kindle exists. Yeah, we're going to we're going to help you guys out. Also, audiobooks are real. And we're going to talk about that in a second as well, oh God, because I, I hate you, uh, Jack, for getting me addicted to them. So uh, here's a question about audiobooks before we get into this. Do you like audiobooks or you just like have a nice, soothing grown up read you a story before bedtime? I yes. I drive alone across oh, yeah. the country, and you Audiobooks know nothing quite like the darkness that'll creep into your mind when you're at 4 a.m. in a back road, just like 80 miles per hour. It's like, I wish I wasn't alone right now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right? And then you can have the, the soothing the, voice. The long road friend. trip and the audiobook right. were just made for each other. Just right. Absolutely. The combo. I actually prefer audiobooks to podcasts for long road trips because when I'm listening to a podcast, my brain will just kind of like uh, – it'll blip, right? And I'll, an hour will be gone, and I won't even notice it. With an audiobook, especially a good one, I tend to stay engaged with it. So this episode of Gun Day Brunch, we are talking about book recommendations for gun nuts, and we're going to start this off with a caveat. You cannot recommend any of the Monster Hunter International books because we know – Everyone knows that it's like recommending right. John Wick when you're recommending Larry. Really We've had Larry on the show for Christ's sake. Yeah, we'll so. have him back. We like Larry. Yeah, he, we, he's going to be we back. Like Larry. Yeah, but absolutely. there are other books that you would enjoy if you're a gun guy. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm actually working my way through the uh, the prequel series that he did with John Ringo, the uh, the memoirs. The memoirs. That, uh, so I'm story? on. Go ahead. I'm in that book series. He is. Yeah, I, no, you're, you're you're a gnome, <laughs> right? And I was the tech. I I have been the technical advisor for four different John Ringo novels when it comes to firearms. Asterix. He has listened to none of my technical advice. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, if you were, did he listen? I have advised him. No, no, no not calls me up and he'll be like, hey. Because I've known John since I was like in high school, and he's like, "I'm I'm gonna write this really cool scene with this really cool thing. Would this gun work?" I'm like, "No, use this gun instead." And then I read the book. I'm like, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you even call me?" Yeah. But uh, I get to say I did it. The <laughs> fact that the protagonist has a full auto suppressed 45 ACP Uzi that works is the. It's easier for me to believe that magic and demons are real than that this guy's got a full auto suppressed. 45 ACP Uzi that works, okay? I'm like, But no. you know, if you read the book, he says he's the only one to have ever gotten it to work ever. So that's why right. it works. Very much uh, very much the uh, the magical protagonist over there. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about books. And again, 
not the John, not, uh, I might even include some John Ringo books in this, but, oh, you know, we're also going to say no Tom Clancy. I'm just going to be like, look, no Tom Clancy. Clancy isn't for gun guys. It's for guys who like techno babble. That is mm-hmm. true. Clancy is, yeah. Uh, and really, John Ringo is for guys who like the the genre that I like to think of as construction porn, where it's, yes, like, yes. it's like 33 chapters of like preparing for the battle and like bringing the group together and building their equipment and training oh God, and stuff I'm like that. Flashbacks. Getting, and then like one, one chapter of the battle. High school right now. Uh, <laughs> oh. Some of the best construction porn. For whom porn the bell books. tolls is that book. Yes, uh, it is. Just let's let's prepare to blow up a bridge, guys, and talk the, about that a lot. The best construction porn books are the Battletech trilogy by Michael Stackpole that sets up the Battle of Tukiad. Uh I am a big so good. I'm a big fan of for construction porn, 1632. Ooh. Really good. Um but Let's go okay, into like books, books for gun for, guys. Books for gun guys. I have a recommendation off the top. Um, I have a bunch actually, but this is the one I want to recommend. Thin Air by Morgan uh Freeman. Mor- Morgan Morgan something. I'll look it up. Morgan um, Wallen. You... <laughs> Damn it. There are too many Morgans. Um Morgan. He's the same guy who wrote um Altered Carbon. Okay, so yeah. Richard Richard K. Morgan. Sorry, that's his name. Richard K. Morgan. He wrote Altered Carbon. Um, Thin Air is not a Takeshi story. It's a story about a down-and-out corporate enforcer on Mars. And I'll say this. Richard K. Morgan is not a gun guy. I think he barely understands like how guns would actually work. But the action he writes is so good. And the story is so good. I cannot say enough good things about the novel Thin Air. I've recommended it to all my friends. It is a detective noir story. So if you like those, you should read this. I uh, think Maltese Falcon, Big Sleep, Casablanca. Mm. Um, but the guy is a former corporate enforcer. And is really good it's very very hard-boiled it is not for children don't listen to this book with children around there are whole segments that i as an adult are like fast forward a little bit he's very descriptive and it's very adult but it's really good and i can't recommend it enough excellent excellent all right uh i so it's funny i love the i love the noir uh as like as a as a genre and some of my favorite books that i've ever read fall into that and it's funny you know we talk about this and i find that the more the busier i get the less fiction i read uh and being reintroduced to audiobooks as a way to consume fiction it has like bumped it all the way back up and made it so much more, you know, made it accessible for me again, because I, you know, I have plane trips and I have car rides and I have things like that where I couldn't, I can't read on planes, not because I get air sick, but because I get bored and, but I can listen to audiobooks on planes and I'll be like, and I, I, I must look like an absolute friggin' lunatic when I'm listening to an audiobook on a plane, because I'll be like staring intently at a spot in the wall and the reason why I've just I, I like audiobooks and why this has become a thing for me is some people, when they read a book, 
like printed on paper, they see a picture in their head. They uh, that you know if they if they, if if it says you know the hero jumped out of his Wiley's jeep and shouldered his Thompson submachine gun, they'll see that happening like they're watching a movie. When I read that, I see nothing. I see the words, and that's it. That nothing it does. Words on paper don't turn into pictures in my head unless I make a conscious effort to do that. Words injected into my ear holes turn into pictures in my head without me forcing it, without me having to think about it. And especially when it's, you know, situations or settings that I'm familiar with, like I am way more likely to picture what a character looks like when I'm listening to the audiobook versus uh, just reading the story. And so for me, I've really started enjoying audiobooks. And that's why uh, my recommendation will actually be a book, but in audiobook format. And Interestingly, it is a nonfiction book, and it's funny that this topic uh, came up today because I'd actually just – I've got – by the time this episode is out, I will have like a two-week-old you know, couple of paragraph review of this on my Facebook page. But I want to recommend a book by a friend of mine, Matt Little, called The Way is in Training. And Matt is a former Green Beret, a former Chicago SWAT cop, and now he's a USPSA – I think he made GM – yeah, I, I will say he's a GM. Matt, if I've promoted you to GM, I'm sorry. And you're if you're still a Matt, only, you better, only you a master. Yeah, yeah. And now you have to make because I've said it on the radio, air show, whatever. So anyway, so Matt wrote this book, and it is a. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's 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 not a how to guide in the sense of like if you read this book, it's going to lay out the process of what you need to do from point A to point B to point C to get better at shooting but it is if i had to say it's like anything it's sort of like a uh a philosophy book mashed up with a fitness book mashed up with a shooting book mashed up with a life guide and what i enjoyed about it is is that if you want to get better at any of those things if you want to get better at shooting there's a chunk of that book for you if you want to get better at your fitness or your diet there's a chunk of that book for you if you want to get better at your mindset there's a chunk of that book for you it is huge i want to say the audiobook is like 12 hours long and so how i recommend you take it is in chunks find the section that's relevant to the thing that you want to do to the thing that you're trying to do and listen to that part, go through it. I found myself going back and listening to bits of it over and over again because they were relevant to what I was doing at the time. So I think it's fantastic and I strongly recommend it. The only nitpick I have is that uh, the narrator that they got to narrate it has the slightest of a Midwestern accent, of an upper Midwestern accent. So every now and then you get a little bit of an aboot in there and I'm all, hold on, Matt, Matt Little does not have an aboot. It's taking me out of the moment, guys. Taking me out of it. But no, that's, that's that's possibly the most minor nit I could pick about it. I think it's fantastic. I really enjoyed it. It is going to be one of those books, much like uh, Brian Enos's book, where I will go back and revisit it time to time, usually like right before the shooting season kicks off or before a major match or something like that. So yeah, strongly recommend The Ways in Training by Matt Little. The audiobook is available on Amazon. The print book is also available on Amazon. You can get that as well. Go spend your money on it. So that is my recommendation, which brings us now to Keithy Weefy. Ah, Weefy, the Keithy. Yeah, you know, right. well, you've been in, you've been visiting the ancestral homeland of the bullpup for so long that we've just renamed you. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> oh, 
Well, I, I hope you guys have had fun because I'm going to unhinge this entire thing and recommend <laughs> a series <laughs> and recommend a series that there are no guns in it whatsoever. Not mm. not a not a single thing, but it's just mad fun. And so if you need a disconnect, if you need to step away from things, I recommend the Dragon Lords Fool's Gold and then the two subsequent books, which I think are um, False Idols and uh, one of the others. Uh, it's high fantasy. Dragons are involved, but it's modern absurdist humor. So you, you take the three stooges, you add a bunch of profanity and you put them in a fantasy setting where they're you're like, hey, you should go steal that dragon's gold. See what happens. That's exactly what happens in these books. And it's beyond fantastic. Interesting. So if you have a total disconnect and you just want to laugh at crazy things happening in a book, um, go, go read John Holland's trilogy, starting with Fool's Gold. It's absolutely phenomenally funny. I, uh, oh, what, I have a question. What difference high fantasy for okay, so high fantasy, right? Does that mean it has to have like elves and magic and Okay, high fantasy is denoted by the presence of a lot of magical influence. So if it's a scale, Tolkien is probably lower end of high fantasy. Super high end fantasy, everybody's got magic, dragons are walking around, it's pretty common. Mm-hmm. So mid and, fantasy and would be it like... also it also differentiates itself in the fact that high fantasy almost high fantasy occurs in a completely separate world. It is not Earth. It's not an alternate version of Earth. It is a separate world. Okay. So 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 mid fantasy is the Amazon Lord of the Rings show because it was so so very mid. Um, <laughs> that that low fantasy. Mid fantasy. <laughs> Low fantasy doesn't have a lot of magical stuff, but it will have fantastical stuff. Um, there might be magic in a low fantasy setting, but it's only it, it's super rare. Very few people have access to it. Um, one of the really? ways that like I keep it in mind is like if people still get infections, it's low fantasy. Um, mm. Game of Thrones is a low fantasy setting. There is magic, there are fantastical things, but your average everyday person wakes up, puts on a pair of pants, and goes out and does a job. Right, and they get sepsis and they get stabbed. Dysentery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Unless you're a protag. <laughs> that's so that that that's the divider. We're going to call it the sepsis line. If your characters yeah. can die from sepsis, <laughs> then it's low fantasy, and it's high fantasy if they can't. Um, so yeah, that's a because I've never been the most fantasy I've ever read. I've re- is not a significant amount. I've read uh, obviously the Lord of the Rings books. I've read the you know um, the the Monster Hunter books and the Grimoire and uh, the his other magic books. Uh, friggin' now Gr- Grim Noir is um, that's urban, urban fantasy. fantasy. Yes, yeah, that one I'm more familiar with. There was an interesting fantasy novel series of fantasy novels that never got finished. That was a bummer that Michael Stackpole wrote. That was set in like an alternate version of pre-revolutionary America where magic was real, and to like get your musket to fire, you had to be able to use magic and stuff like that. And they, the first two books were great, and then he just stopped writing them because he's busy. Because he's there's got, a you know, 
there's another one that I'll I'll shout out that's fun along the same lines because I like Master and Commander, both the book and the movie. Oh, Excellent yes. on both accounts. Um, but Naomi Novik did a nine book series uh, that started with His Majesty's Dragon, which is basically Master and Commander, but on the back of an intelligent dragon. And that's nine books that are a lot of fun. <laughs> Master and Commander, Napoleon. but with dragons. Yep. I, you have I'm kind of sold on that. Fighting each other on Dragonback. I would, if we're going to take another stab at things, we'll recommend. I would recommend in the high fantasy world, Kings of the Wild. Wild spelled with a Y. It is about adventuring parties are so common that they're treated like rock stars. Hmm. And our protagonists are all burnt out members of this former band that was, they're even called bands um, that was super popular. Everybody loved them and then they all went their separate ways and now they've got to get together for one last gig. And the world is super cool but the thing I love the most is each one of the rock stars is actually a homage to a 1980s rock star. Okay, that's pretty tight. If you grew up, I'll I'll tell you, like, The Wizard is Freddie Mercury. That's kind of fantastic. Like, that's, that's hard to um, really cool. Yeah, fun, like... Fun fact, Jack and I bought our, our uh, book recommendations here at the same time. At that's the same, right, we did. On the same we day. <laughs> we we both picked these up and went, huh. Ah, all so right. I bought Fool's Gold. He bought... Uh, Kings of the Wild. I do remember that day. Um... The I really recommend Kings of the Wild Duke, the audiobook version. The guy who reads it just does a fantastic job of making you feel these characters. And if you want the comeback story, if you if you are 40 and above, if you're approaching 40 or near 40 and you're like, my days of adventure are over, this is the book for you because they're not. And um. it's earned every bit of it's earned. On that note, I've got I've got one more for you guys, and then we'll we'll end this episode. So this is an audiobook recommendation. Uh, it is the companion prequel novel to the recent Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, it is about Chris Pine's character. It's fantastic. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It actually sets up some fun background for the movie. That like because I actually read the book before I saw the movie, not intentionally. I just happened to download it the book is fun it's lighthearted, and i'm gonna throw a movie recommendation in here because if you liked the 1993 mummy you will like this dungeons and dragons movie okay guys it's fun it is the movie is fun it's fantastic a riot the whole time it is it is so great uh everybody nails their parts perfectly I love the, uh, the 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 character that is very clearly the NPC that was thrown in by the DM to get these people back on track. Uh, <laughs> and My favorite part's the fat dragon. I love uh, I love dragon. the fat dragon. <laughs> the whole look, the whole movie's fantastic. And if you what if you watch the movie and you like it, definitely give the uh, the audiobook a chance. It's called. Hang on, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to tell you guys what it's called so that we can make sure that we get this right. It is, where's my books on phone, library. It is called uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, 
really long title because it has to have the movie title in there. It's called Dungeons Dragons Honor Among Thieves, The Road to Neverwinter. That's the part to remember is The Road to Neverwinter. It's so much fun. You really enjoy it. It it really does give some interesting background to uh, the main characters in the movie as well. So yeah, check it out. And that is it for this week's short episode. Read some books, listen to some books. Um, one last thing on audiobooks, which I'm now a huge proponent of. If for some reason you decide to uh, listen to the Bible on an audiobook, you are experiencing the Bible in a way that the vast majority of the human population that has experienced the Bible heard it. It's been a very recent thing where people can actually read the Bible. Right. And writing, uh, writing it down is pretty new. Relatively new. Pretty new. Yeah. Pr- pretty new. Like, so writing anyway, it down guys, physically is old, but writing it down and then consuming it as written is very new. <laughs> Fairly new. It's in the in the grand scope of human history. All right. So that is it uh, this week. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, liking, sharing, and subscribing. We will be back next week, which is in like three weeks. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look completely different, but it's going to be great, and we're all going to have a good time. So thank you, everyone. And uh, as my son says, bye-bye. See you later.